Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is officially week one. It is almost in the books. And we've learned things. We've seen things. We've seen players impact. We've seen players that should be making impacts and uh, made zero impact this week. I know you're probably frustrated looking at your regular teams and your Dynasty teams going, bro, T. Higgins, where you at, dude? Like, yeah, there's some bagels out there. It was a weird week one. You know, for me, just before I roll in and introduce the guys, the, the first thought in my mind was, look at this preseason when a lot of starters don't play. It's down to three games. It's scrubs out there all the time. To me, week one is like a little bit of preseason-y. Everyone's going to get their druthers. They're going to figure it out. So we saw some pretty elite offenses stumble out of the gate, and I think that they'll probably turn it around. But we'll talk a little bit about it as we go. I am here with Tyler Gunther and James Kreese. For episode number 366 of the Dynasty Happy Hour. Boys, how the hell are you doing? Tyler, your Falcons won today, so I know you're happy. <laughs> not an elite, not an elite fantasy fashion, but that defense looks legit. And uh Bijan looks special. Pitts is on a milk carton, and Drake London is on the other side of that milk carton. I, I mean, at least Pitts had a deep catch, but we'll get we'll get into it. I mean, for fantasy, woof. But in real life, they looked awesome. They were fun to watch in real life. Yeah, James, how you how how you doing? Uh, how am I doing? I'm I'm treading water like the Giants are in MetLife right now. Um, with with between rain. my fantasy teams and my Giants right now, it's it's looking pretty grim for Week One. I'll use that uh, as a setting. But you know, I'm doing okay. I got a couple W's coming my way this week. Yeah, same here. I've got a, a few leagues where I fared pretty well. And then some where they were just tough luck, tough luck losses, which, hey, you know what? It's week one. I am not panicking. I see the Twitter streets are already running around, and it's a oh, God, complete it's chaos. Oh, my God. This player, what happened? I'm doomed. Oh. It's so rough. I mean, the, my running back towards Achilles. Oh, my God. Every, every player's dead. J.K. Dobbins' career is completely over with. Yeah. He is dust. They're not even putting in the factor like, Acres is coming back and he was valued high. So Dobbins' career's done. It's sad. It's not though. He's like twenty four. So yeah, he'll no, get he'll another chance. It just sucks for him being a free agent at the end of the year. Obviously, oh my God. he ACL. held in. He held in for the contract thing, and then ACL followed up by an Achilles. So he's got a long road ahead. Uh, I got my first offer in a league. I have J.K. Dobbins. He offered me Michael Wilson straight up, and I was like, No, I would rather just hold on to Dobbins. Thanks. Thank you, but no thank you. Even though that team didn't do so well on the wide receiver streets with Higgins, London, and Christian Kirk. 1.9 points. Big hitter Between over here. Between the three. Between the three. Yeah, that might be an all-time worst starting lineup of all time um, in fantasy. It was bad. So, yeah, but we do have some news. We talked a little bit about at the top about J.K. Dobbins tearing his Achilles. He's obviously done for the season. After Dobbins uh, was out, you know, they did use Gus Edwards a little bit. I presume he's going to be the bell cow type of back that could you know he can touch the ball 15 20 times but they did use justice hill who also is an achilles tear survivor right yeah um, so, and yep, uh, so, tim keller favorite yep so justice hill scored a couple of touchdowns he was this year's kevin ogletree remember him <laughs> from a bunch of years back for the dallas cowboys it was like oh my god this kid scored two touchdowns in week one i gotta have him on my roster and then he was then he was gone um, not to yeah. say that that'll be Justice Hill, but they do have Melvin Gordon on their practice squad, I believe. Uh, yeah. So maybe he gets promoted. Woohoo! I know we're all excited about that. Um, is still out there. I just yeah. dropped him in a bunch of leagues, too. Yeah, well, maybe it's time to You're go. not wrong, though. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't really want anything to do with the Ravens backfield. I'm sure we'll talk about their passing game here in a little bit because they did have a little bit of juice in that passing game today, which I would like to talk about at least. Uh, you know, other injuries. We had uh, this week some big ones. Aaron Jones scored uh, that long touchdown catch and came up uh, grabbing his hammy. He exited the game and he did not return. So keep an eye on that situation. Obviously, A.J. Dillon would be the benefactor if Aaron Jones misses any time. Uh, Broncos tight end Greg Dolchich, who did not start. It was Adam Troutman, but he did have a couple of catches. He left the game against the Raiders with a leg injury. Don't know the significance quite about that. 
Um, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reports Anthony Richardson suffered a knee bruise in week one's loss in the, uh, against the Jaguars. Very late in the game, he seemed to be okay. Um, a knee bruise, I'm not too worried about it. But uh, running style? Get down. Probably... Get down, <laughs> yes. Do don't be more like Lamar. Don't be like RG three. Okay, that's yes. all I'm asking. Just just for for reference, he did the same thing when he was playing in Florida. He he ran a little goofy heads up on the field, so it's going to be a, a change for him. Yeah, a promising a promising debut from Anthony Richardson, which I'm sure we will get into as well. Uh, same team, Evan Hull uh, was ruled out for the rest of the game against the Jaguars. He suffered a knee injury in the first half after after catching his lone target for just six yards. Um, so we got to keep an eye on that one. That backfield, Zach Moss was inactive. It was Deion Jackson. Um, they, they look bad. Um, you know, with that said, there is some news around Jonathan Taylor from Adam Schefter. He uh, reported that Jonathan Taylor is going to pass his physical and could pass it as early as today. He's obviously going to miss the first four games. He's been placed on the pup list, but is planning to be ready as early as week five, um, which is the first week he's eligible to return. It remains unclear if Taylor will play for the Colts after a very public contract dispute and trade request with the team and the owner, Jim Ursay. So that is obviously a situation that Baltimore um, Ravens. Well, I mean, you see the Colts, they look they pretty money. They Colts look pretty good today. Um, you know, without a run game. So maybe that gives Jonathan Taylor like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm going to come in and play and that gives the Colts offense a little bit more juice. They hung with the Jaguars um for a while today. And so that was a hey, nice nice hey, Baltimore. Here you go. Take Odell's contract, rip it up and put that money into Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, useless. But no, running backs are useless. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kenby. Uh, and then uh, another receiver suffered an injury today. Deontay Johnson suffered a hamstring injury in Pittsburgh's week one game against the Niners. Looks like it could have been either a real strain or maybe even a tear. Like he went down pretty hard. Yeah, it looked bad. After that. So, you know, obviously the benefactors of any kind of injury with Deontay Johnson out of the lineup, you could see an increased target percentage for Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, and heck, even old favorite, Allen Robinson II, who was a little bit of a thing today. So you never know. He could be he could be rotting away on some of your dynasty squads, and now maybe he gets into your flex for you, you know, which is There's great. A couple of old faithfuls that came up came up from the grave today that we'll talk about. Yeah, and speaking of old faithful, it is reported from Jay Glazer that Travis Kelsey is expected to return for Week Two against the Jaguars. Per Glazer, the Chiefs were initially concerned Kelsey suffered a season-ending tib- tibia plateau fracture, which would have been god awful disastrous Uh, oh my god (laughs) though the injury was later revealed to just be a deep bone bruise um in other tight end news mark andrews was inactive today um so he did not play so the top two tight ends were off the table tight end today was an absolute dumpster fire i think the number one tight end was hayden hurst with like 12 points it was so bad he did have a touchdown yeah he was the number one tight end i believe i mean that's because bryce young had nobody else doug James and I could have been out there and been more of a complete wide receiver core than the Panthers had today. Man, I saw John. I saw Mingo catch a pass. Yeah. I thought he had Marshall. Marshall LaVisca had a couple of catches. And carries. That's when you know it's getting bad. Goal line carries. (laughs) Hmm. Not great, Bob, but you know what is? I don't I don't see his a one in the box score next to his name, though. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't great. But do you know what is great? And I went on it today and I did some of my patented parlays my player prop parlays the triple p's i'm going to call them uh on underdog and i already use code dhh but if you do the same deposit up to a hundred dollars they'll match it dollar for dollar for you you know maybe you missed week one that's okay because you know week one it can be fun but it can also be frustrating week two we have some more data maybe you want to start playing now use code use code dhh to get that money matched you can do season-long best balls you can do player props if you want to do baseball, that's still going on. You can do golf. You know, we've got uh, both hockey and basketball coming up next month that are going to kick off as well. So they do all sorts of sports and all sorts of fun things. Greatest ways to play on Underdog Fantasy. So check that out today in the Google Play Store or in the iTunes Store. So we want to talk week one scoreboard. You know, I just want to talk about the things that I saw. I would say let's just go, you know, game by game. And we're gonna do game by game, and then you're gonna complain uh, next week. I would just say let's 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 have an open. This happens every year. Yes, let's have an open open floor. floor. Open floor. Let's just do that. Well, a round table of the week. Let's do it. Yes, let's do. I like a round table. No show sheet. 
Yeah. No show sheet. Round table. No, uh, speaking of no about, shows, how about hello Cincinnati. Just, yeah, <laughs> I, I actually wanted to hit first on the rookie quarterbacks and what you guys saw. Um, okay. I thought okay. Bryce Young, he was poised. Uh, you know, he started off the game pretty good. And uh, through a couple picks, uh, Doug and I were talking off, you know, before we recorded, Jesse Bates read him perfectly on the two. But Jesse Bates is one rookie of the mistake. best safeties. Yeah. And he's one of the best safeties in the league. And good, good on you, Atlanta, for signing him. That was a great signing. And then um, I just think it was weapons. They need to get him weapons. Like, it doesn't – I don't think it, they need to be elite, but just get him – a mid-tier guy like Hopkins would have been perfect there. Like, get him some somebody that can get open. Maybe somebody who's a little quicker and faster because they got a lot of slow players on that team. But I thought Bryce looked real. He looked good. Rookie mistakes. I thought Stroud going against Baltimore's defense looked really good. Uh, he was rolling out of the pocket. He was accurate, and um, he's one of the leading yardage passers for the week. Like going against Baltimore and their secondary and their pass rush. And how Houston's offensive line had an injury, and they're they're kind of weak in that area. I thought he played pretty well. I didn't think he, me personally, I thought you know he'd be flustered and he'd have like 179 yards and two picks against this team, but he had no picks, and it was like 250 or so. And then we already hit on Richardson. Richardson's going to be a fantasy fantasy guy you could start, and just because of his legs and. I thought his passing wasn't bad. He missed a couple of throws bad, but other than that, I thought he was good. Yeah, I think with Richardson, that's kind of baked in. I thought he performed better than I thought he would through the air. I mean, that was a yeah. beautiful like tunnel screen to Michael Pittman that he took to the house. So yeah. that, the play designs were good. They didn't ask him to do a ton. He wasn't like launching it downfield or anything like that. He was he was a very controlled, um, smart play. Not a game, not necessarily a game manager, but they weren't like you know they they weren't letting the. Uh, the reins off of him like it was like all right do these things be safe like take care of the ball and he did he did a pretty good job of that so i i thought richardson looked pretty good stroud not too bad like you said against against a good ravens defense my thing with quarterbacks today was the stud quarterbacks so even mahomes back on thursday night played okay right he obviously yeah. didn't have kelsey and that factored in jalen hurts was a bust for you against the patriots he started off hot and it looked like the Eagles were going to score 50 points. And then the Pats really adjusted to him. So Hertz was a bit of a bust today. You look at Lamar. He didn't have a great game um, either on the ground or or through the air scoring touchdowns, which which hurt you. Um, you know, just across the board, the stud uh, – Herbert had a nice game, I guess. Like, he even him, like, he had what, yardage, two total like, touchdowns. It was like uh. – Yardage wasn't there, and this was a shootout. Like, this – I mean, Tua went points. for almost 500 yards. Like Yeah. I mean, it helps when you have – the fastest man on the earth. Yeah, Reek is, Reek is he, ridiculous. He, I mean, I, I've, seen, I've yeah. seen the Tyreek. Like, if you know, if you don't think Tyreek's the best receiver in the NFL, you're crazy. I th- I still think it's Jefferson because Jefferson doesn't have that tool in his toolbox, the speed. Mm-hmm. But everything else, Jefferson's just like is elite at. He can get open even if you're faster than him. Like he knows yeah. what to do. Even even top ten guys that you know are normally ranked within the or were ranked in the top ten last year, like Geno Smith, awful game oh. today. Like, second half for Seattle was really bad. So just for me, it was looking at the quarterback play across the board, with a few exceptions. Jordan Love played well with three touchdowns. Yeah. Tua had a bunch of touchdowns. He, You know, he had a turnover here, but the yardage will save you in fantasy. You know, Kirk Cousins had the yardage, but he had two fumbles and a pick. Yeah, exactly. uh, so for me, the quarterback play was, when I talked about it at the top of the show, and seeing that the, the preseason is a freaking joke now. Like, players don't play in the preseason. So to see this kind of play early in the season does not surprise me. Um, so I would just tell you, don't panic. If your quarterback 100%. underperformed, if you have Joe Burrow, Lamar, I mean, we'll see what Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers look like tomorrow night. I mean, it could be another struggle bust for them, especially with Rodgers in a new offense. Um, yeah, so I, I just wouldn't panic. But for me, quarterback play and the lack of good quarterback play really stood out for me this week. All right. Well, back to the original question of rookie quarterbacks. Uh, let me put my two cents in here because I went over this question, the Stroud versus Bryce Young, who's going to get better this morning on my show, my start sit show. And the easy question was, they're both pretty damn good. And we, if we throw Anthony Richardson into this, I think all three of them did great in their debut, debut even when they threw interceptions, which – all th- I believe all three of them did. Um, I don't think Stroud did, did he? 
I thought he had one. No, he fumbled the ball. My yep. apologies. Um, so all three of them had problems taking care of the ball in that sense. But I, I think the upside still lies with Anthony Richardson at the, at the helm with the with the rushing. Yes, he needs to clean it up a little bit, um, but it's going to be a little bit more time before Carolina puts weapons around Bryce Young. And same with with Stroud down in Houston. Like they need to give him better weapons right now. It's just all about getting their feet wet, dipping their toes into the pond and seeing what they can do with what they have. Yeah, if I'm Carolina, I'm calling the Bengals about T Higgins and just being like, hey, like what's a second, maybe maybe two seconds. Get him, pay him. You're, you got a rookie on a rookie deal. Like, get some weapons around him while he can survive a little bit because Bryce needs it. Um, yeah. Other quarterbacks you guys want to talk about? Or you guys want to move on to running backs? Um, how about how about let's just talk about Purdy versus Kenny Pickett today? Pickett looked like trash. Pickett, like his defense is good. Terrible. And Purdy is a system quarterback that is playing amazing within the system. Like he, that's all he needs to do though. Yeah. He is Matt Ryan back when Atlanta was in 2017, when Matt Ryan had Shanahan, it was a perfect match. They, Matt Ryan knew the offense as a second year and was like, click, click, click. Like he knew what he needed to do within that system to be successful. And that's what Purdy's doing. He's not pushing the ball. There's a chance Purdy could have threw pick. You know what he did? He literally just dumped it off. Let his playmakers do the work. He doesn't need to do anything. And if he has a shot, He's trusting Brandon Ayuk. Like, that's another player that, I mean, people Big value jump today in Ayuk. You know, he was kind of like an afterthought after last season, even when he was the favorite for Brock Give me Debo full year. Like, Ayuk does this. He has those big games where it's like two touchdowns. The Niners offense is going to be, you're going to feel like you're chasing it all season because it's going to be one week Kittle. The most consistent person in the offense is going to be CMC, hands down. Oh my God! And, and then after, run. and then after that, it's going to be one week of Debo. Then Kiddo will pop off. Maybe two of them pop off in the same game, but it's going to be frustrating. So it's great. Like I love Brandon Ayuk. Uh, so it's great to see him have a couple of touchdowns and a good target share this week. But next week it could be four for fifty. Yeah, <laughs> like, and and in Dynasty, CMC I feel like is one of those guys that's going to just last forever. Right? <laughs> he's I still think he's got three solid years left. Until, you know, you start seeing him fall off a little bit. Like LT, when he went to the Jets, you're like, oh, he's going to fall apart. No, he had like two more yeah, good seasons. He had a seasons. good solid year at least. Yeah, yeah and, and he was a good pass catcher. Like, that's CMC. And, oh, man, he's in dynasty for running backs. I'm sorry, but it's like Bijan's up top. He looks great. And CMC, he's up there still for me. And, I mean, Gibbs, he had seven carries on Thursday. He looks explosive as hell. His carries but, look oh, nice, though. Are we going to trust the Lions to do what we've been wanting them to do for years and years and years with these, you know, prolific players, but it never happens? Are we going to trust them? <laughs> I mean, Dan I, Campbell just mm. got the W with David Montgomery running it 21 times for 70, was it 72 yards or so? Yeah, 74, score. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Dan Campbell way. And Gibbs, was, Gibbs is going to have a 90-yard touchdown. He's going to have a massive touchdown. He's just too quick and explosive not to. And I think I think we're going to see Tony Pollard roll. We're going to see 10 carries, 12 carries, 10 carries, 8 carries. Like, Hey, but, you know, if he can do that and be the RB 6 or 7, like, cool, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like Pollard was, yeah. you know. The level of, of explosiveness that can, that Jameer Gibbs can bring to the your fantasy teams is pretty unmatched All I gotta anywhere say, else. All I got to say is running backs and dynasty is the biggest headache of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I made a trade. I, I traded away Gibbs. I traded Mac Jones, Gibbs, uh, Isaiah Hodgins and Jahan Dotson. And I got back CJ Stroud. I got, you know, JK Dobbins. This was before the injury. And Obviously. I got uh, Elijah Moore and uh, Kenneth Gainwell. And Gainwell was the better running back. Like and he was kind of a throw-in, but I, I kind of targeted him, and that's the thing. Like I have Kyron Williams on the team. I was like, oh man, I lost Dobbins, but I'm like, oh, I got Justice Hill, Kyron Williams. I've got all these guys, and you know what? It doesn't matter because week to week, you're gonna kick yourself in the head, just like making the wrong choice, and you're always gonna make the wrong choice. It doesn't matter if it's Najee or Jalen Warren. 
it's going to be the wrong choice because running backs suck in dynasty. Yes, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. if you look at it in that comparison, you know, you have the Tyler Algier and the Bijan Robinson narrative from today, where you know Algier out out snapped him, uh, I believe, by like five carries or so. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was fifteen him. to ten. Outscored him on the fantasy fantasy field too, um, <laughs> even with Algier scoring two touchdowns. So I, I mean, even with the best upside running backs on your team you're still going to get some kind of running back by committee and it's going to limit your ceiling as far as running backs contributing to your fantasy teams yeah over the summer if you remember i was i was telling everyone go and go out and try to acquire algio for a third round pick and you'll you'll probably be able to do it with no problem because you know Bijan was there but i knew i had a feeling that algier was going to have a role i tried to target him in every redraft league and i just was like three or four picks away from getting him. Um, so I didn't end up with any Tyler Algier in redraft. And I was bummed about it because I was like, you know what? Like, I think he's going to have a role regardless. And then if Bijan did happen to get injured, like he's a thousand yard rusher, he's still got young legs. Like he showed he could do it. So for me, that was a uh, complete upside pick, giving a, giving away a third in dynasty to get Algier in your team. So um, it feels nice to have that a, a little validated today with like the two touchdowns and the work that he got. I was like, oh, okay, I was on the right path. So it always hey, feels good. Hey guys, I was told by the podfather Rashad White's going to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm just looking at this game, that game too. And I'm, and I'm looking, I'm like, man, I am so happy. I traded Madison away. Cause he did not look good. Mad- Madison right? looked or- decent. No, 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 no. He did the Madison thing where he caught three balls and uh, scored a touchdown that way. He yeah. cannot punch nice it in score. around the goal line. Keep he, that in mind. He had 3.4 yards per carry. Which is better than most of the running backs. Hey, Cam Akers is blushing <laughs> at these numbers. He's like 3.4. I'd kill for that. Cam Akers, 22 for 29. Weren't you a Cam Akers fan? You're talking shit about Madison? <laughs> Something must have happened. And he got yeah, into an argument this nothing week. Nothing happened. He's just... No, he's not explosive anymore. Like, that's it. I mean, he was explosive at the end of the season last year. Yeah, it's because he was sitting for the other half. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I will tell you what. The Rams, though, surprised me because the Rams, the Rams, who I thought were going to be in contention for the number one pick, like their defense, they have no names on the defense outside of Aaron Donald and Aaron Donald. Like their defense, there's no Jalen Ramsey. Who the shit anymore. out there's of no, uh, Gino, I saw by that. the way. <laughs> there's no Bobby Wagner. Like this is a, a name. This guy's like, uh, what's that guy's name? Yeast. They got a guy named Yeast out there running, running uh, cornerbacks. He's, He's a riser. <laughs> so all I got to say is I was really impressed. A, with the <laughs> offensive line, kept Matt Stafford clean. Matt Stafford, I thought, played well. And Tyler, I, James, we all liked Puka Nakua coming in through the process, and he was one of my favorite late-round picks. Leads the team with 15 targets for a rookie. We all know Cooper Cup's on IR, by the way, injury news. Bull. Cooper Cup's going to miss he the just first four put, games. He just, you know, he just dressed like Puka and went out there. Maybe. Because they're the he same the Puka player. mask on. And they're then, the and then Tutu Atwell goes the for over 100 pick. yards, too. And he's 150 pounds. He flashed a little bit last season it when was they a, were, their season was over. where he got most of his yards. Yeah, too. no, I know. But he still didn't look bad. I mean, if you if you still have Tutu Atwell on your roster, congrats, because he's More. been kind of a, a dead roster space. But um, I liked how this Rams team played, especially against uh, a Seahawks team that supposedly was very, very good. And they did not look very, very good at all. So very interesting. Um for the Rams. And then obviously James must have felt good because his boy Kyron Williams had two touchdowns, almost had a third, and then yeah. uh, he got tackled. I went one. I went and checked one of my rosters today and I was like, I wonder if I still have Kyron Williams there. And I'm like, damn it. He was one of my drops. Hmm. He he really was with this new uh breed of of running backs coming in off of this draft. Like I think I dropped him for Sean Ducker. If I have to think about it that way. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm all right with it. Hey, he's probably still out there on waivers. The thing is, though, is like, like, (laughs) this is kind of the Brady aspect where when Brady was older, he took a bunch of these no-name weapons that were talented but not elite talent and, you know, did well with them. And that's what Stafford's doing. Stafford looks healthy, and he looks good. Like, I get it's week one, and I guarantee by week eight, Stafford ain't healthy. But, I mean, this team, this team looked good. Seahawks, uh, Ken Walker, he looked a halfway decent, but I mean, Charbonnet only two carries, right? Yeah, yep. uh, I mean, Gino looked bad. Gino looked like he was going back to his own old self. He looked inaccurate. He looked nervous almost. We had Aaron Donald running free at him the whole time. Yeah. Oh my God. 
<laughs> uh, that's what I, I mean. If there's a grizzly bear running at me, I'm saying yeah. the same thing. Word for word. Oh my god. The, the running game like it pretty much got canceled out after a certain point in that game. They had to switch the to the pass, I, and they just could not do it. Yeah, I I do got to say though, like you're saying, Madison looked bad. I mean, Vita Vey Vey was just pushing through that line all game. I watched the full game, and I thought Madison was running nice. Like he's not Delvin Cook, but he's no. a mix. Like in a perfect world, in a blend, he's a poor man's Marshawn Lynch, blended with a poor man's Delvin Cook. Like I'll I'll take that in the running back market, especially for the prices that are going to happen. Like these prices are going to completely drop. And speaking of dropping, uh, I mean, let's talk about the Browns. Oh, I was going to say, don't talk about the (laughs) Dallas updated score. I don't want to talk about Kadarius Tony with drops either. Oh yeah, let's uh, we won't we won't talk about that, but uh. Nick Chubb is probably the only other running back I would trust. And and that's even saying, I think, in Dynasty. I still think Chubb's got a couple more years. He's going to be the new Derrick Henry where it's like, he's 29. He can't do this. Nope. What, what if Nick he's Chubb. the new Adrian Peterson? I, mean, I think that's a better comp. I mean, I know he hasn't had a 2,000-yard season, but Nick Chubb is just rock solid every single his year. destroyed worse than AP did. So, and, yeah, I can and, see Chubb playing well into his 30s. I mean, sure. if anything, this game cemented that he really has no backup with Jerome Ford running for 15 carries and only 36 yards. Um, I he think Nick Chubb too. is one of the most safest picks in, in the league right now. This was an ugly game, and I think Elijah Moore, what I saw out of it, I think he's got a lot to offer in this offense. Cooper, you could tell Cooper was a little disappointed in Deshaun Watson today. Watson had a couple Aaron throws. Oh, that where that one like, pick was... It was ugly, and he had one on the sideline that Miss Cooper by probably 10 yards. It was 10 yards short, and Cooper just stood there like, what What the hell, dude? Like, what is this? But yeah. that game, all in all, was ugly. And I would say ugly for the Bengals. They, I they deserve to lose of, that game. I had a lot of prop bets on the Bengals, let's just say. Uh, they, they screwed up my uh, 16 parlay. Which I would have won a lot. I would have been a lot happier today. Um, I. <laughs> Should, do you guys want to talk about any other running backs? I know you guys were big Sean Tucker people. Um, he didn't really get too much work. Five carries for 15 yards, he two receptions. Then I remember. <laughs> they, they call him Baby Nick Chubb for a reason. Yeah, I think it's only a matter of time before he starts getting more work and and really shows what he had. I think he looked like the better running back in this system. Um, you know, he's able to catch a little bit more out of the backfield, um, and he's a he's a bigger back. I, I like Rashad that. White. Rashad White looks sloppy. And he could Rashad not White get through like he did the defensive he line. He looked, he looked average, like an average athlete that everybody was banking on the pass catching, mm-hmm. and it wasn't there. Like Baker was looking downfield. Baker was, and, and you know, to Baker's credit, he played like he played like shit the first half. Second half, he played like what Baker does. Oh God, we're behind. It's time for me to play good. He put his life on the line. That that last drive of the game where they went down and they scored, like, he went head first out of bounds. Like, just helmet to helmet with the defender and then save the first down going out Mm -hmm. of bounds and pretty much put the game away. Yeah. I'd like to talk about Javante Williams a little bit. Obviously, coming off the ACL injury, I was interested to see how they were going to split the work in the Denver backfield. We saw Javante get 17 touches. I thought he looked a little slow and sluggish. You know, he had 52 on the ground and he had uh, four catches for five yards. So not much Woo. in terms of, uh, but Hey, PPR, still let's blushing. Go. <laughs> um, yeah, but Samaje P Ryan looked, looked like the more explosive back, which, you know, isn't saying a lot. Samaje is not a huge explosive guy, but he led the team in receiving with 37 yards. Cause it was kind of a S show when it came to the passing game for Denver. But I thought it was seeing Javante run. I could see a little flashes of what he wants to be. I think it's going to take him a little bit to get stronger. So I would say Javante by like midseason, I think will be looking real nice on your teams. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be worried right now if you have Javante Williams and be like, uh, I think I think midseason he'll start to get into form and he'll really start to get some of that explosion back. Staying yeah. with this game for a heartbeat, what mm-hmm. do we think about Jacoby Myers' performance today? It's is this going to continue throughout the season? Uh, is Hunter Renfro officially dead? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. No targets, I believe, in this game. Ship Zero the Patriots. Give him the Patriots. Ship him somewhere. Just yeah. give him to the Patriots. Not even for a pick. Just give him away. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing with Myers. I mean, he was he was a priority free agent. They paid him a ton of money. Yeah. He looked really, really good. And I know he took a big hit at the end of the game, and I hope he's okay. 
Um, because that game got a little dirty and sloppy. But Myers with two touchdowns, like I had him on my, he was like my wide receiver three in the UDPL league that we're in Tyler. I had him on my bench because I'm like, I don't know how his role is going to be in the new offense. Um, And I benched him in Scott Fishbowl as well. But now I'm like, all right, he's obviously going to be a focal point. It's going to be him and Devontae Adams. And I'm okay with that. Like if that's going to be the one-two punch, I think Jacoby Myers can easily be a wide receiver three on your squad every single week. Hey, how about speaking of roles and new offenses, DJ Moore. Let's talk about (laughs) two two catches for 25 yards, two targets. That offense looked putrid. It Mm -hmm. looked gross. And I was told that Justin Fields is going to play better. Justin Fields looks scared as hell. He looked like he had no idea what the offense was doing. The offensive coordinator looked like he had no idea what was going on. Like, this offense looked bad. Green Bay's defense looked good, though. Like, that's uh, Quay Walker looks healthy again, and he is one of the better. The rookie Van Ness. Yeah, Van Ness. He was getting, you know, that they drafted an offensive tackle that, you know, I think Bayless Jones. He. Bayless Jones. He, uh,. Not Bayless Jones. That was a wide receiver, wasn't That's it? A wide receiver. Yeah, he's an, he was inactive today. Yes. Uh, I know they dressed their tackle. Jones something. Jones sure. and Jonesy. Yeah. But, Jonesy? Uh, <laughs> Jonesy the first. That's fine. I, uh, I, that, it just did not look like it was happening. And Fields was not running like he was before. I don't know what's going on with this offense. I hope they figure it out. But the, once again, the Packers had their number. Hey, and Jordan Love. It's it's is this gonna happen? Is this gonna be a thing? I'm sure hoping so. Bold predictions. I, top ten QBs already there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, you did it. You won. We'll just stop it. Week one. Game's over. Week one. Yes. I'm done. But uh, this Bears team, like DJ Moore, looked very unhappy. And by the way, Chase Claypool should not be in the NFL. No, he should not. He played so badly. He's a useless like lump. He did not want to be on that field. And I mean, remember that off season where we saw him get in that fight, and we're like, "Oh, this guy could be just a knucklehead." Uh, remember he, last year when we saw him on the field doing stupid things? Yeah, I remember that. He is. He's a knucklehead. And man, just think of that rookie season where I'm a Maple Tron. This is it. He's he's got ten touchdowns. Ten touchdowns. This guy's a big, athletic yep. beast. And he turned what into Travis. What the hell Fulton. happened? <laughs> like that's it. Like what the hell happened? This guy was a wasn't he a second round pick for mm-hmm. the Steelers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. And then what? the Bears give up the 33rd overall pick for him. Oh, my God. I just – this team needs has a lot of work to do. And we're talking about running backs right now. And running backs for the Bears, I mean, that's – Khalil Herbert, 9 for 27. Roshan, jo- Roshan Johnson, 5 for 20 in the touchdown. Delonta Foreman, 5 for 16. It's a split three-way. <laughs> and uh, my last running back I want to talk about, Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, I was I've, I've been a big fan of his for a while, and he was one of the cheapest players to go get this offseason. It looks like you could you should be able to start him because they trust him. Yeah, you can put him in as an RB three low end flex. Play. How, how much of a surprise when we saw Rashad Penny was a healthy scratch? Not, not much. I was surprised. I I'm thought not, you know Boston Scott would get scratched if anything. He looked like he was a turtle. Like he got the ball in the preseason and did no takeoff, no burst. Yeah. And Swift, like we're all wondering, like, oh my God, the Lions trade Swift for nothing. Maybe there's a reason. Like this, we all are shocked. Like, why could they trade this amazing collegiate player that everybody loved, including me? And now he's getting no playing time. Like, what if he's also a knucklehead? Maybe it'll be his third team. Then. I mean, I think they did it best when they named all four the starting running back for the Philadelphia Eagles and tried to keep the suspense going, but we all knew that it was going to be Kenneth Gainwell. It is. Uh, you want to talk about the Giants game yet? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Don't oh do that. Don't God. be mean. Don't be cocky and mean because your Falcons won today. <laughs> my tight end scored more fantasy points than Kyle Pitts. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like, hey, we got all these explosive players, but they're decoys. <laughs> <laughs> Drake, our, our top two first round picks year after year. Uh, yeah, you know what? They're just out there for show. They really don't matter. Um, and they treated them that way, which is kind of crazy. Desmond Ritter had more catches than Drake London today. <laughs> yeah, he did. Desmond Ritter. More catches than Drake London. Think about that. More PPR points. Even when he had negative six yards, he had more PPR points than Drake London. <laughs> so did I. I had the same amount. 
Go me. That's, roster roster that's me on your very, teams. Very, very true. And let's kind of go on to receivers. Uh, Justin Jefferson, hey, as long as he gets his points in the first half, let's go, right? Yeah, second half, he was, <laughs> he was a ghost down. He had, what, one it's catch in the second like half? just like last year. Last year was the same way. That happened a lot last year. And you know what? I think it's Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk's like, all right, now we're going to hit Addison because he's open all the time because Jefferson's getting double teamed. It's like, no, keep going. Like, look at Tua with Tyreek. Just keep going to that sud player. Don't stop. Yes. And Jefferson gets frustrated. You could see him on the sideline. You saw I'm after trying to win the game for sure. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, Jefferson is a get the ball to me. I will get it type of player. And you're not. Like, Addison, he had a couple nice plays. He's, I, I'll, I like Addison. He's number two. He'll never be anything more. He's a great number two receiver. He's like Juju with Antonio Brown. That's a he, fair call. That, that's where he belongs. Um, he fits that team good. And But, man, like Jefferson is so, so good. Just get him more in the second half. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, and get them touchdowns up. He needs more. He needs to have like a big double-digit touchdown season. He's got the talent. Yeah. It's just, yeah. That's frustrating. I, I want to talk a bit about some of the, you know, we talked a little bit about Puka, obviously, with the Rams, rookie receivers. Uh, Zay Flowers, anyone? You read 40, my mind. 40% yes. target share. Like, hello, nurse. And he looked electric with the ball. I, you know, I don't want to. S- don't do it. Nope. You're not doing Tyreek comp. You can't. Because nobody is Tyreek Hill. No, no one is, no one is Tyreek, but. With the ball in space, he looked to me like how, and this is going to sound terrible because this player has proved to be trash and he's always hurt, but a little Kadarius Tony in him, like he's got the, he's got the moves, like he can put a foot in the ground, go in two different directions really, really quickly. So I saw a little bit of that in his game today, which, you know, I saw a little bit of it at BC, but he just looked like he had an extra speed that no one else had on the field. And Odell Beckham Jr., waste of money in space. You don't yeah. need him. You that don't need him. Why did you pay him? Towards, Why? That, mo- that money was legit for Jonathan Taylor that you could use right now. Like we talked about. But, yeah, Odell looked bad. That whole offense did not look good. And if Dobbins was healthy the whole entire game, we're, oh, looking, he... we're looking at a smash game for him, too. He would yeah. have had three He would have had at least a couple touchdowns, yeah. Yeah. So, uh now let's. I I know we're off Dobbins. What are you doing with Dobbins? Are you going to throw out an offer like a third for him? Because I guarantee people would accept a third. Yeah, if I'd you th- have I'd room and you have, if you have an IR spot, you it's, can keep him on. Yeah, it's early enough to where I think he can recover. I mean, we saw Acres come back in what six months. Yeah, I mean he didn't miss any games technically. And um. I'm. I mean, when I saw a lot of the PT guys coming on and talking on X and talking about how he's walking, and how when Achilles tear happens, your foot kind of just dangles, like it yeah. either just droops. He was walking on it. Yeah. Like he was putting weight on. So I'm not sure if it's a full tear, partial tear, and I'm not sure if they can do this Cam Akers stuff. But I think if it's Dobbins, Dobbins is going to choose whatever gets him on the field again soon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, he's he's clearly looking to get paid. So. Yeah. Wait. It's just it just sucks, yeah. and yes, it sucks because I just traded for him. But I do <laughs> hope he comes back, and that is another player like Cam Akers. We're not going to really know the true career because of injuries. Yeah, and that happens sometimes. Yep, and uh, Bateman, we saw a resurgence of Bateman going back to the Ravens. Yeah, a little one. <laughs> yeah, I mean um, he looked pretty good in his limited touches. Now, what other receivers do you guys want to hit on? I mean, we talked about Ayuk. I'm if I have Ayuk, I'm looking to move. I'm looking to pivot a little bit. Um, I know we've been waiting for the Ayuk breakup, but Doug and I said like this happens all the time with Ayuk. He has a massive game, and then you're gonna have Debo go for another hundred with a carry for for a touchdown. What what do you think about that? And I was also told this is a George Pickens breakout game, and he had five. Who told you that? Everybody on Twitter. Oh, I did not see that. I must have missed the memo. Allen Robinson <laughs> was the leading receiver of that team. He was. Yeah. He looked decent. I, you know, Robinson. when it comes to Ayuk, I mean, I, if someone's offering me a first in this coming class, like, yeah, I take it. Okay. Not T. Higgins or Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> Still give me Higgins. I think he's more talented. 100%. I'm go- like, if I could do that right now, if I could go out. Because even if Higgins doesn't resign, which we are told he's not resigning there very far apart, 
yes. at the end of the year. They don't know what they're going to do. Higgins is going to land in a better situation with more targets. Like I don't, I don't know better situation because the quarterback there is Joe Burrow, but the targets are going to go up. He's going to be the main target wherever he go, wherever he goes. So get him on the Pats. Let's go. No, Let's Kendrick Bourne though. Kendrick Bourne looked good. I've and liked he's Kendrick always, Bourne. He's always been good. He's been in the doghouse with under friggin' Fat Patricia last year. So uh, with Bill O'Brien there, Kendrick Bourne had a really good training camp, and they used no Devontae Parker this week. Fine, whatever. A bit Bourne, he brings some juice to that offense that Devontae Parker doesn't bring, uh, or Juju can't bring. Like Bourne's a different. He can make explosive plays, which the Patriots are going to need more of those types of players. So I think Kendrick Bourne is going to be a thing this season consistently. Curtis Samuel, speaking of coming up from the grave that we talked mm. about earlier, full My circle. Guy. <laughs> Um, you guys, you guys didn't even mention Sam Howell. I forgot about that. That was your guy. Yeah, He's I thought okay Howell. Today. I thought Howell looked pretty. I mean, he made some mistakes, but that's to be expected. He looked but like I Baker. Think... <laughs> Kinda. He looked yeah. just like Baker, face face wise and play wise. Like they play very body wise. I think yeah. Howell has a better arm personally, but yeah, um, I think he made some bonehead plays with the ball. But I I think that you know for his first game as a starting quarterback and not franchise quarterback yet but yeah i think he made some rookie mistakes he's gonna he we're gonna see those get better and i can't believe that that defense actually looks good like jonathan gannon gannon maybe we owe him an apology for making no, fun of him no we don't you that have to remember looked... mclaurin mclaurin's banged up he's going in with turf toe he's playing with that that's why we saw uh, Curtis Dotson, samuel actually is there an excuse there Jahan uh, Dotson, five receptions for 40 yards i'm okay with that how about antonio gibson fumbling again? that was disappointing again and as soon as he did that he did not get back on the field. Yeah, that's. I was hoping he was going to be a thing this year with the enemy as the OC. But if he keeps fumbling like he he's done in his career, like, do bro. I need uh do I need to put out a formal apology for Kelvin Ridley for saying 100%. that it might be okay to trade one hundred percent? Just just say it now. He looked yeah. good, but he's you were still wrong. going to hit thirty years old next year. And I'm going to tell you what, James, if you haven't sell, played Dynasty, sell, sell. that thirty year old mark is the death of receivers. I don't know. Keenan Allen looked pretty good today. I'm not saying Zay Jones looked good. What what did Christian Kirk do? Nothing. 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 Did more than Drake Lennon and T. Higgins, though. That's yeah. Don't why you gotta rub it in? (laughs) Why are you keep going back to those two players? You had all three. I had all three. Hey, Quentin Johnson only had one drop target. Mike Williams got hurt in that game, too. He he did come back in, though. Yeah. Yes, he came back and had a big catch at the end. Uh yeah. Kellen Moore. Where's this explosive offense we're supposed to see? You're they ran. To... A, they did run some no huddle, which was different for them. So they were trying to set the pace. It just did. They didn't have. They didn't have a lot of explosive plays, which was interesting. I mean, Keenan Allen had multiple targets, twenty plus yards down the field, which is typically not a Keenan Allen thing. Um, so that was nice to see for him. But we didn't really see any explosive plays downfield. They didn't scheme anything up for Quentin Johnston. They didn't, you know, try to use Gerald Everett downfield. It was it was interesting. I think there's some some growing pains with that offense. I mean, speaking of running backs in this one, Joshua Kelly. You hey. good. 16 for 91 and a tutty. You that, was good. My, that was my cheap buy. <laughs> that was my goal and cheap buy. Um and also I know it's somebody else's cheap buy. Nico Collins. Yep. Eleven targets. Is the breakout happening? It's Is gonna it happen. happening. It's happening. Tank Dell also had four targets, and uh, he was missed on a couple crossing routes where I thought Stroud should have had him. Yeah, but, he, he sold him short a little bit a couple times. But Stroud was had somebody in his face all game. Like yeah, every Bob time, Bob Woods was a security blanket. He's gonna game. have yeah. someone in his face the whole season if that offensive line doesn't get any. Not like this though. Like the Ravens no. are fast and very like Clowney was up in his face. Patrick Queen was getting a lot of pressure Queen too. Queen was there. Roquan was there. Like this defense, they love to just send random ass people blitzing. Like, they, yeah, they asked me to go and I'm like, huh? Yeah, they're like, Doug, are you there? What? I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll go chase after this dude. <laughs> but, Let's do this. But yeah, the Jackson Smith and the Jigba, I still think he's hampering that broken arm. He had uh he had a couple catches. I know Tyler Lockett got hurt. I think Metcalf, that, Seahawks, that Seahawks offense just was sputtering. CK Metcalf they were was not ready to on the power bomb somebody today. through a table. And, you know, after the play, if you didn't see that, he really shoved a Rams cornerback to the ground. Like, out of frustration, the guy was just running like, hey, we're going to win. And DK's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
and just shoved him. Like DK Metcalf, a man of a man, a, just a massive dude shoving probably like a five foot nine, hundred and twenty mm-hmm. pound guy. Not not okay, DK. How about I mean, uh, all in all, I think the the week one it there there was obviously ups and downs, little bumps, little bruises. I mean, look but at the Eagles I, offense. Eagles offense. Like, yeah, yeah, like it definitely did not live up to our expectations for each fantasy player. However, we did see some growth as far as it comes, as far as utilization in the backfield. We're going to see a little bit more wide array of players getting fantasy production on a weekly base, week to week basis. That's where it's going to be. And guess what? If we have three star wide receivers on a team, all three of them aren't going to produce. We should know this going in there. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, and that's the problem. Like someone with Waddle in Baltimore, someone had to be the odd man out. OBJ is the odd man out this week. It could be different next week. We don't know that. And so just temporary everybody's expectations. I'm not jumping on a, on a wagon so fast that I'm selling every single player that didn't perform today. And you know, yeah. James, speaking of a, a wide array, you can go to trophysmack.com and find a wide array of trophies belts stuff for the losers in your league you want to get them like a you know a toilet seat they can hang over their head there's all sorts of different fun celebrations to celebrate the losers as well as the winners on trophysmack.com use code dhh ring today and you'll get a free 60 dollars value championship ring keep it for yourself give it to the high scorer give it to the champ doesn't matter what you do it looks really cool you can put it wherever you like on your mantle on your dresser put it on your work desk if you don't work remotely. Or if you work remotely, put it there too. So check it out on trophysmack.com. Use code DHHRING today. Love it. Um, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, with Will Levis. I was Levis, just thinking about this Titans game. With Will Levis being a healthy scratch <laughs> and Malik Willis, who is also ungood. Like, this Tennessee offense looks a little scary. Hopkins had massive targets. We all, we all saw this coming. They only lost by a point. But they weren't. Oh, it's Vrabel. Like this is Vrabel to a T. Like this is what he does. You know who and, I thought we saw in the field a lot in that game was Tajay Spears played a lot. Yeah, which was they, interesting. They played a lot of uh, what? God, what? Oh, what the Lions should do with Gibbs and Montgomery? I mean, they had Spears and Henry on the field at the same time. Oh yep. my God, Detroit! You could do this. Like Detroit's <laughs> no. like, wait, you could have two running backs on the field at the same time? <laughs> no way. This it's is, possible. It's illegal. They're not throwing a flag. <laughs> I mean, the receiving game from the Saints was actually pretty impressive. Rashid Jaheed. I mean, 22. Nope. He was he Change was in that number. He was a name that we mentioned last year. Remember the boom and bust that we used to play? And he yeah, boomed. You. Like, yeah, that, that I was played. <laughs> that was your that was your that thing. was my guy not to pick up. Um, yeah, go pick yeah. him up. <laughs> now he's the wide receiver three on the Saints. Yeah, I thought Michael Thomas looked good. You know, yeah. he's finally healthy. Olave got, you know, 10 targets. He the did Olave game, things. The passing game with Derek Carr looked good. I mean, I think part of it is because they just couldn't run the football. There's no Alvin Kamara. There's no Kendra Miller. They've got Jamal Williams. Cool. I'll take your two and a half yards per carry. Yeah, he, he didn't do anything po- special. He likes Pokemon and anime. Um, you know, the, 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 <laughs> um, the beautiful <laughs> thing is they didn't use Taysom Hill a lot, so... Please put oh, that I was told on the broadcast, Taysom Hill's one of the best players in the NFL just because what he can do. He's like a Swiss Army knife out there. He can be your quarterback, your tight end. You want to line <laughs> him up at wide receiver. He can he can return kicks. He can do everything. He's a Swiss Army knife, that Taysom Hill. I totally heard that, worth the money and made. I threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> um, I think the most vanilla Olave broadcasting. Olave, as much as I want to harp on him, he looked good today. I still am not sure about the eliteness of Chris Olave that everybody else sees. Like, there's people I think it could be up there with Jefferson, Garrett Wilson. I still think Garrett, Garrett Wilson's more explosive of an athlete and has that it factor. Olave, I think, is very fast and is a good route runner. I don't think he's got those are two good things. Yes, yeah. but That's like, if, two it's out of ju- three, like if it's it? a jump ball. And I need somebody to go up and get it. Am I trusting Alave? Like I would Garrett Wilson or I'm not Justin necessarily Jefferson. trusting Derek Carr to throw me the jump ball. He's got like, a good deep ball. Like people forget about that. He's one of the better deep ball throwers in the league. That's why Rashid, like Rashid Shahid, by the way, once again, change your number. You're not your wide receiver. Don't do Yeah, I was like, why does Mark Ingram out there catching passes? Ooh, yeah, Calvin Ridley's wearing number zero. She can wear twenty two. It's fine. Which is weird. It's yeah, a it's, a, it's a running back number, James. Like it's zero, like the single digits I'm getting used to with receivers and tight ends. 
but it's like running when, backs in single digits too is weird. Like Miles Sanders was six. When yeah. Ty Montgomery was 88 in the backfield Both as a running back, I couldn't we'll see do them it. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And same with Cordell Patterson. When he was 84 in the backfield, I was like, oh, God. My OCD was going crazy. The Joker was <laughs> inactive today, by the way. That was a interesting decision. Yes. And speaking of Joker, we already talked about Dolchich. But let's get into some tight ends before we head out of here. There's not and, much to say. Exactly. Bingo. Sam Laporta looked great. Laporta did look very, very good. He looked, I thought Musgrave missed the touchdown. He kind of fell over and he was wide hey, open, though. He caught it. He did catch it. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, the rookie tight ends, we didn't see much from Michael Mayer. Austin Hooper had a really, really fine snag in that game. Um, Shig almost had a big play. I thought he, of you. Yeah, they he missed him. Missed. They just they missed him terribly. Tannehill was just off. That offensive line is Awful. not good. It's not good. <laughs> uh, so, tight end today, like you said, no Kelsey, no Andrews. Hawkinson had a decent game, but, I mean, it was a dumpster fire. If you had a double-digit scoring tight end, congrats. You won the week. Um, yeah. Is pretty much how that rolls. But Waller I did like could carry it, possibly. Um, you know, Laporta. Of course, I'm a big, huge Laporta guy. James keeps stealing all my Laporta takes, and that's fine. Um, is but it? yeah, I, I liked uh, Laporta <laughs> a lot, and especially seeing what he did on the field for the first time was gave me Moss hope because I am deeply, deeply invested in Sam Laporta hey, at this point, an, an, an unhealthy amount. It's like me with Musgrave. I mean, in that trade that I got Dobbins and traded Gibbs. I didn't have to give up Jahan Dotson, but I gave up him over Musgrave just because it's tight end premium. And I am uh, I'm very excited about Musgrave, especially Jordan Love needing that security blanket. Um, Jake Ferguson, he has six targets, only two catches. Mm. I mean, he's going to be heavily targeted. Yes. And if you need a free square for a dynasty, even after this game, if he has four game, I still they should think have picked like, him up last year. He's like a third round pick worth. I picked him up in a league that we're in together just this past week. Sleeping really? in the wheel over there. Yeah, in the DHH Listener League on Sleeper. And it's not Trey McBride's year yet because Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz was, field. was piling in targets. He looked yeah. bad, though. Like, Zach Ertz had a couple bad drops. Yeah, he, he dropped a high one in the end zone. How about Dalton Schultz not uh... sleep at the wheel? <laughs> you mean the guy that everybody passed and passed and passed on until Houston's like, okay, agency, we'll give you, like, we'll give you nine mil. <laughs> Yeah, for a year, and uh, I mean, yeah, like let's go to the Bengals game. Like Irv had one catch. We're Najoku late. Najoku Harrison was... Bryant didn't he catch a touchdown? Yeah, he did. And yeah, Najoku didn't do anything. Harrison Bryant caught it, went on his butt, and slid for I swear twenty five feet. <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean, it was that, raining. It was, it was like that slide sloppy. out there. Fryermuth got hit so much today. Fryermuth got almost got knocked out of the game. I saw the one where he took a shot in the head he in took, the end zone. I worry every time he gets hit because he's got that concussion history, and I always cringe a little bit. He I'm took like three oh. massive hits this game, and each time got up slowly, and I'm like, he's done. This is it. <laughs> like this is why they took. Just keeps getting up like the Terminator. Speaking of that, that's another fine trade candidate. Go get Washington because they all the announcers talk about him and how the coaching staff raves about him in the draft. If anything happens to Frymouth, I have a feeling Washington could be a big late-season guy. I hate to say this, but what about Adam Troutman? With Dolchik banged Pass. up, he had five targets today, caught all five targets. They went out and brought him what there. What was his yardage? They're going to be ugly Better targets. than Dolchik? They're going to be ugly targets. That's my Dol- thing. Well, I don't think case, they're going to be Why don't we just go to the waiver wire and pick up Smythe? Yeah, he's free. <laughs> he is absolutely free. And he had, let me see, seven he had targets. three for 44. Seven targets. You know who Mac Jones' favorite pass catcher is that people have been sleeping on? It's Hunter Henry. Hunter, Hunter Henry. He's been, Henry. He's been the cheap veteran that you want. Like, Double H. Dirt cheap. Yeah. It's Hunter and, Henry. And uh, Parham, I saw him have some catches. And he is somebody that if he catches it, it is like a building turning around. It takes I've, forever for I've, him to get I've, going. I was on Parham waiting for the breakout forever, and then they signed Gerald Everett. And then, yeah, he's good in the red zone because he's six foot eight. And I don't know if you knew this, but he used to play basketball. What? Yeah. No. He's like Antonio Gates Jr., but not good. Cole Kmet did absolutely nothing because they had to block the edges. Let the team <laughs> in targets, though. Yeah. Like the, Cole Komet no, literally had to someone, stay in line. Dallas, and Dallas Goddard got you a goose egg. He oh, did yeah, he did today. nothing. He had one target, zero. Oof. Yeah, even everybody's uh, Tyler Higby did not do so hot. Hey, hey, Kyle Pitts had a very nice over-the-shoulder deep ball snake. He had two for 45. But <sighs> Arthur Smith does not give a shit about your fantasy teams. He came out and said it today. I'm going <laughs> to let the fantasy guys worry about their lineup. I'll worry about winning. 
Yeah. All Arthur Smith is worried about is winning and keeping that job. And hey, they win in ugly fashion. If I saw anything today, is Desmond Ritter might not be it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for I, real. I, I would agree with that. Like, but they might we find may see Heineke weird, by like They might find themselves six. in that weird position though, where they pick like tenth or eleventh in the draft, yeah. and they're like, that, "Do we trade I mean, up and try to get a quarterback?" There's a this quarterback class could be a little uh, better than be, we it think. It could be very good. Yeah, like they got the kid from Washington, the big lefty that could come in and, and do well. Um, or Atlanta could be another team that could just go get a veteran, go get, go be one of those people that signs a Kirk Cousins. Like, yeah, that that could be it. But this Atlanta team has prolific weapons, and we are going to hit ourselves every week with a brick wall, wondering what is Arthur Smith doing. Pitts is going to have a hundred yard game. He's going to have a two touchdown eventually, game. hopefully, uh, and probably and you're gonna Maybe. not start him. Like it's gonna be the week you sit him. <laughs> yeah, if I'm a Kyle Pitts, I mean we don't we have Pitts in a league, and it's. You start them and hope for the upside. The, the good thing is that, the, especially a week like this week, like the tight end position is so bad, it's not like there's yeah, forty-seven yards might be the highest yardage from a tight end this week, or forty-five yards, and that's Kyle Pitts. Like that's that's the craziest thing. I know Musgrave. I think had a little more. He had fifty. And, yeah. Yeah. So hey, let's go Musgrave. You guys can have Laporta. I'll take Musgrave. Hey, there we go. So um, any other any other final words before we uh, close this thing down? We are we're getting the red light from James. He wants to go cry and sulk in the corner because his Giants are getting there. It's oh, only halftime. Twenty six nothing at halftime. It's only halftime. Hey, we're you're. It's all about adjustments, not, right? You're not going against the Falcons. You're going against the Cowboys. So a comeback. I mean, might Giants not be defense has looked good. I mean, the Dallas hasn't really moved Dallas's the ball defense that much. looks better. <laughs> well, they well, yeah, they could be. Parsons is everywhere. You could line him up 50 yards down the field and be like, oh, shit, it's a sack. Parsons. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was the big <laughs> narrative get more going money into than this Nick game. Andrew Thomas versus Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons just looking him, making him look like a college player. Parsons yeah. is going to get more money than Nick Bosa when he's 100%. up. 100%. And then Trey Lance will be the starter, and it'll be great. It's all right. It's okay if the Giants hope lose. There. A little, little early <laughs> slice of humble pie. It's It might be what we need. That's all. Hey, we played the Carolina Panthers with a rookie quarterback. I'm not counting this for anything. Atlanta is going to need to kick up their offense a little bit. And I think once the season rolls, you're going to see more from Bijan. You're going to see more from Gibbs. These rookies are going to come in more. I think, um, what's his name? Uh, the Packers receiver that you guys like, Jalen Reed. Jay- yeah, yeah I think he's going to come in more. Uh, Christian Watson, I'm worried it's a hamstring and he's had it for a couple weeks. I have a feeling that's going to hamper him all year long. Hey, Green Bay's, Green Bay's offense wasn't hampered. Especially uh, a guy like him. A we'll see guy. what happens with Aaron Jones to see if he's healthy or not. Yeah, Aaron Jones. I, I know I picked up their rookie that they held on to 53 for a little bit. I forgot his name. But uh, a big bruising back that has some good speed. So could be somebody you could look on the waiver wire. Hey, it's first week. Lou Nichols? If, Is that Lou Nichols? No. No, it was another guy. Um Patrick Taylor? No. That was the rookie from last year. Um AJ Dillon? Patrick Taylor's been in the no, league for AJ three years. Is once again, slow oh. and <laughs> just a big thundering. Hey, you try to run with those thighs. Henry Pearson? No. All right. Well, I'm 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 uh, um, lost for words. Lost but, for names. But case. he made the fifty three. Hey, and also a little tip for people in your if you do blind bid or waiver like we do where you have a hundred dollars. In Dynasty and big rosters, don't be scared week one to just Drop go, it. Out, go out and get a guy. Because you're going to sit there and regret not getting that guy like I've done before. So Yeah, as the go week goes on, there's less and less available. So 100% because you have big rosters, and you might as well, right? Yeah, and speaking about big rosters, the best way to shave that big roster is on Manscaped. So you check out manscaped.com. You're going to order the Lawnmower 4.0. It'll mow the small lawns. It'll mow the big lawns. It's for every size. It doesn't matter. It'll clip matter. your roster down to size. It'll clip your roster nice down and to smooth. Zero. You're going to trim that <laughs> roster down, right, before the season starts. You got this down. You know what you need to do. But not only are you going to get you're going to get the nose and ear trimmer that goes along with it, so if you're an old like me, you'll use it often, as well as you're going to get all the things to make it look, feel, touch, taste. I don't know. Whatever. It's going to be all the things. So make sure you use code DHH on manscaped.com. Over over 8 million units sold on Manscaped. Use code DHH and save 20% today. Boys, it's been a great week one. Not really. 
but it's been great. Not really, but it's been great to talk to you two. And it's great to actually have live NFL football back. I love seeing the usage. I love seeing players that, you know, like that come out of nowhere and you're like, Whoa, where did Kyron Williams come from? Why is he scoring multiple touchdowns? Whoa. I don't like to see the injuries, but it's part of the game. And you know what? You got to adjust. That's what you have to do. You should have a deep enough roster where one injury is not going to kill you, especially in dynasty. Yep. So make those adjustments, (laughs) get those wins. We're going to see you in week two here on DHH. If you like what you see here, like, and subscribe on YouTube. Also go on the iTunes store, leave a rating and review. That would be awesome. We would love to hear your feedback and make changes. If there's a segment you like us to maybe have us do every week, like James did last year, I think we should bring that back. Cause that's a lot of fun. You know, that guy on the roster. I was so goal. wrong. on <laughs> You hit five weeks in a row. It felt like where I was like, well, this guy's sticking. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> hey, you know, what? and that's the fun part. So we got to bring some of that back. So we're open to suggestions, what you want to see. So make sure you let us know. This was good. That's yeah, this is good. Let's that's going to do us. That's going to do us. And I'm going to do you this week. So we'll see you in <laughs> week <good>. two. <laughs> Call DHHR. I don't care. Cancel me now. We'll see you Durr. next week. That's been the Dynasty Happy Hour. Peace.